You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit. One podcast at a time with your host, Alicia McCormack. Bride chillers and groom chillers, welcome to the Bride Chiller Podcast. I'm Alicia, your host. I sound like a flight attendant, but uh, from the 60s. Today, I'm very excited to be welcoming a lady with many hats uh, that is stirring many pots. That makes you sound like you're in trouble, like you're a schemer. <laughs> That sounds good to me. Yeah, she's a schemer in a very good business way. As always, I don't mention the name of the person before I get them to speak. Christy Rice of Momentum. Oh, oh, I fucked up your name now. Let's say that again. Everyone does. It's okay. Well, I want to say it properly. Let's say it together. Momental Designs? Momental Designs, yes. See, why is that hard? You know what? I'll tell you a little secret. Not a secret. But in my... We'll get to what you do and who you are because people are probably listening going, what the... Uh, Alicia... When I was 20, I ran a business in Australia, my first business called Momentum Designs. And hey. yeah, no shit. And it was making bike chain jewelry. It was in those days. Oh and my gosh. I won a young businesswoman's <laughs> award in Australia called Australia's Self-Made Girl. And, uh, it was just a part of my life. So I just read your business Thanks. name and it's connected with me deeply and taken me back on a journey. So thank you. You betcha. <laughs> now, Christy, Christy is here today to, uh, you are here today to talk about the downward spiral of details and how we can very easily and quickly get caught up in the overwhelm, the panic uh, of all these little beautiful things that start by being cool and then you're like, do I need all this stuff? I don't know if I need to do it anymore. DIY, extra details, freaking out. So, uh, yes. It's a big topic, and I think you are the right person to speak about it. Tell me firstly, you've done a lot. I said you've you've got fingers in a lot of pies. I've added another metaphor to it. Tell me a little <laughs> bit about what you do and uh, and how you got started, because you've got a great business story, and I love speaking to other female entrepreneurs and sharing how amazing their work is. All right. Well... <laughs> Okay, let's see here. I am the founder and owner of Momental Designs, and we are a hand-painted stationery studio. So that's really the core of what I do and and what fills my days. Um, in 2014, though, I kind of realized that my business was, like, way bigger than me <laughs> and that I was getting in the way of my business. So I kind of stepped away and let my team that was already in place do their thing, and they were so relieved because I stopped driving them insane on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was able to make a lot of room for some passion projects, which included styling for editorial and writing books and licensing my artwork. So now I've got all those plates spinning at one time. So it's really insane, really fun and amazingly fulfilling. So that's my story. I love hearing that you say, oh, things were really busy, so I stepped back and handed stuff over to my team, and then I just found a whole lot of other things to do and just created that as well. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what my husband said. He's like, uh, what, what's happening? I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> now, your work is, is absolutely beautiful. I was, Thank I you. got stuck in it, and I say happily stuck, can I just say, in a, <laughs> 
on your website. Then I went to the Amazon page and looked at all of the books that you've created, which are incredibly inspiring. And also just, I want to purchase them all. Thank you. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I will. And I'm sure many people will hear listening today. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get to that. You specialize in watercolor and gorgeous, bright, colorful designs. Um, tell me about finding your your niche or niche, if we're listening to uh, the American way of saying things. How did you find yes. what was what was working for you as a designer? Because I know we have a lot of people in our community who uh, are looking mm-hmm. for people creating stationery and illustration, and it's such a broad, diverse industry. But you have really found your pocket of goodness and um, run with it. Yes. Yeah. So. I mean, I'll be honest, when I first started, I was literally at my dining room table. I had no clue what I was doing. It was, you know, the late 90s. And I was like, what in the world? (laughs) And I feel like compared to now, the internet was just like a babbling baby at that Mm. point, you know. And I looked around and I was like, there's no one putting artwork. They're They're still using clip art, you know. Um, there were very, very few people that were putting artwork on stationery and it, it being their own artwork and, and then hand painting. Well, no one was doing that. So right from the start, I feel like we kind of created this niche for ourselves mm. and created this space where we really were attracting the couples that wanted to make that personal statement, which saying that now almost sounds, you know, completely passe and cliche, but mm-hmm it still resonates to a point, you know, couples really want to make a personal statement on their wedding. They want to express themselves. They want to create a space where their love story, their unique tale, so to speak, really comes alive across all aspects. And a big place to do that is stationary. So from the very beginning, we didn't try to be a jack of all trades. We never did that. Mm. Um, and even in our business model now, of course we evolve and we change and we, and we want to stay relevant, but we, we always come back to the art. It's always about the artwork at our core and helping our couples kind of become artists for a period in their lives. We want to help them communicate the way artists communicate. We want to help them visualize the way that artists visualize. We want to help them compose these stationary suites right, right alongside us. So uh, we've always been in that position and, and I think it's important, you know, for, for any business to really, to, you know, it's one thing to dabble, but it's one thing to waste your time doing things that just aren't in your wheelhouse. And we didn't really waste a lot of time outside of our wheelhouse. So. Well, that brings us back to, I think, today's topic a little bit about getting, finding a niche and finding what you believe in and what the style you want to create, especially when it comes to weddings and, and decor and design and all of these amazing details that that uh, we can become quite fixated with. But also mm. then trusting your gut and knowing what you, in a similar way to what you're saying about your business, you found your thing that you're really good at and different from other people and you're a storyteller at heart. I really see that in your work and you're running with it. So let's talk a little bit about this this evolution now, I suppose, of of the attention to detail, but also becoming really obsessed with detail to the point, some people, it's actually bad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So here's the thing, you know, we talk to you know, any day, any given day, we might be talking to 20 to 30 couples, you know, about 
all that are at all different phases mm-hmm. of their planning process, you know, and of course we're talking to them about stationary, but I also see trends. I see what's going on in the hearts and minds of couples, you know, from an editorial perspective as well. And so what's happening, I feel like is that couples, you know, Pinterest is still huge. We all know that whether you love it or whether you hate it, yep. everybody's on Pinterest. I don't know. I hate it and I'm still on it. Sorry. Ooh, Pinterest. So interesting. I want to, let's, but... we, we got to come back to that one. I want to hear about it. <laughs> um, but, but we're all on there for one reason or another. Yeah. But I feel like those types of, um, outlets, let's call it that mm. are driving us insane in one way or another, because we are just constantly inundated with input with, with, you got to do this. This looks fantastic. You can make this happen easily and affordably. (laughs) And every day that we're just taking all that in as couples, as, as folks just planning, you know, a celebration, whatever it may be, we're just completely losing ourselves in, in this mass chaos of details and ideas. And at the end of the day, oftentimes where we see our couples is they are completely mentally overwhelmed and they don't know how to kind of sift through all of it to make really solid sound decisions mm. in their decor in their stationery, whatever it may be. They're, they're losing their ability to trust themselves in their decision-making. So it, it's a few months ago, I went along a, a friend of mine had a ticket to um, see, to go to an, the knot to an event they ran for mm-hmm. all their vendors. And it was great. Cause I got to see behind the curtain a little bit. The knot, yes. I suppose for bride chiller is quite a different, being uh, of weddings but they <laughs> they had a very um a really lovely man who was creates very high end weddings for very exclusive rich people and it was like i think <laughs> <laughs> he was so well dressed i'm not going to say his name but we okay. uh, uh, it was so interesting hearing about how the other half live really. I mean, I'm always morbidly obsessed with going, if I had a million dollars to spend on a wedding, what would happen? <laughs> what yes. do you do with a million dollars? You know. And he he was talking about when they have consultations with these sort of uber wealthy people, um, that he they set up rooms with different, like really going hardcore deep on, on decor and details. But they set up mm. sort of four or five versions uh, in their studio of these set these you know decor setups but to the point of um it's just, it was it really drove i was like this is crazy details that they're going to and this is not even getting the gig this is just them pitching for their clients yes. work yes and i was sort of thinking well okay maybe that's a great way if you've got a lot of money and someone can help you with that vision and they can just set it all up for you and you can go yep that table that's done <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. It, it, it would make things really easy. And I'm not saying, I know my listeners have a variety of budgets. We've got lots of budget, um, bride chillers and lots of bride chillers spending a, a bunch of coin on their weddings. But it really clicked with me to go, Oh, maybe that's it. That the overwhelm of choice, if you've got someone just, and I'm not saying that people don't jump in and then say, actually, I don't want those plates or I like this other color. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're very difficult and make his life, you know, happily complicated. But, um, it just made me think about choice and how much money can affect things. But also, if you're a little bit disconnected from it, it might be easier. That's an obvious statement to make. But mm-hmm. 
Oh gosh, I was I wanted to talk to him, but he left very quickly because he had to go and do very rich people things. Fancy things, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. fancy things to do. Yeah, it's it's an excellent point. Here's the thing, you know, when our couples come to us and as you talked about varying budgets and whatnot, you know, and we deal with that too. Mm. But regardless of what a couple's budget is, when they come to us and they are literally, you know, I sadly I've had couples be, you know, in, in tears and be frantic because they simply were being driven nuts by the, the options. Mm. But what I say to them always, or what my, you know, one of my employees, Kelly, she's fantastic on the phone. And she, we, we've agreed that we've got to find a way to help these, these beautiful people just trying to celebrate a day, just kind of get through the muck of it all. Mm. And what I say to them is, listen, go back, go back to your core, go back to some of the first decisions that you made. Because oddly enough, we find that a lot of our couples, their their first decisions, whether it's a gown, whether it's a venue, sometimes it's stationary, oddly enough, um, those first decisions are very indicative of their, their true heart mm. and the true spirit behind their, their event. And so I always try to remind them to go back to some of those first decisions and think about why they made them and what made them excited about those decisions and to kind of rewind a little bit well, and go back good. there. That's really good, Christine. Well, thanks. (laughs) Well, it's good because it makes, and I think we should maybe look at this in very other parts of our lives as well. And I think about, I'm really a believer. I'm not a woo-woo person, Christy, but I do believe in (laughs) my gut. And I don't think we listen to our guts as much. And I think, uh, listen to me say, gut sounds like a really, my gut. Um, What a crazy lady. Gut is a very North Sydney accent that I've just come up with. Mm. That's very niche, uh, all our North Sydney listeners. Um, But but I don't think sometimes that we we tap into why we feel a certain way. And you are so right. There have been so many decisions I've made in my life that I've made on the spot, and I think they've been a fantastic decision. And then other times I've pivoted and then had to backtrack a little bit and think, oh, shit, if I'd just gone with what I thought was right in the first place, I'd save time, stress, and possibly money. So I think yes. let's just reiterate that again. I think it's a really good point yeah. that, that, as you said, as soon as we're exposed to all this other stuff, we double back and question, yeah. which is just not great all the time. Yeah. I want I want our couples. I want all couples, you know, because I'm just going to, you know, generalize it that way. But I Please. really, I want them to be able to curate, to curate and kind of simplify their thought process and just pull back and and so now here's the thing too if you're just at the beginning stages Mm. well this is a huge place this is an amazing place to be at because you are making those initial decisions but another thing that we tell our couples because we do like I said before we work with a lot of couples who do choose us first they're choosing us before their their gowns which to me is like a huge honor thank you guys (laughs) but so what I say to them is okay I don't want you to look at a wedding magazine first. I love wedding magazines. They are good, good, good to us. I'm just going to say that. But don't look at a wedding magazine first. Don't go to a blog first. I want you to go into your home. I want you to go into, go back to, you know, maybe it's a, a college book and it was an art history book and something that, you know, just stuck with you and that a painting that you fell in love with years ago. Or go back to the things that you live with every single day. And that visually get you really, really excited. And let's start there. 
let's start our design conversation there. Let's not start our design conversation scrolling through Pinterest mm. and getting overwhelmed from the, the moment you flick your finger on that mouse. No, let's not. Oh, you could tell I'm a PC user. I just said mouse. Um, <laughs> She's that's showing my dirty us. little secret. Yeah, girl. I think I'll end I the know. conversation. What are you doing? Ah. Ah. <laughs> She's very knowledgeable. We'll let her. We'll let her off being a PC person. Yeah, yeah. It's custom built. I'll say that. All right. I'm just a Mac bully. I'm a Mac bully. I know. I'm in the cult. I'm in the cult. I know. It's all right. <laughs> so um, yeah, start there. Start somewhere where you're loving on something every day. It could be a textile. It could be a favorite, you know, piece of of cloth that you throw over an old table. It could be ugh. something as simple as that, but that it just it's something you love every day. Let's start there. And then that's going to give you clarity. You can always go back to that thing, that piece, that inspirational item, and that will be your core. And you can always go back there when things get really foggy. That's, you're floating in my boat with this home design decor talk because I think <laughs> – I know my – if you were to say, quick, Alicia, what do you love? And I go, oh, Palm Springs. I love Danish design. I love color. Mm -hmm. I like a big hat. Uh, and I, straight away yeah. I could give you my little mood board of exactly what I would like. And I think that's a, a different way. It's a different perspective rather than just going, what do you want your wedding to look like? And then people are like, yes. I want to wear a white dress. And you go, great. But that gives no actual right. uh, definitive idea of design or color. Or as you said, texture is so sexy to talk about texture and oh, how I yes. think people underestimate the power of texture. That could be a new little audio book. Alicia presents the power of texture. Tell me about um, like texture when it comes to watercolor and what you do. Tell me a little bit about what really excites you. Oh my gosh! So I am a big fan. See, we use watercolor in a lot of different ways. So of mm -hmm. course, there's a traditional idea of watercolor where you've got this beautiful ombre from light to dark and. But for us, we're mixing in acrylics, we're mixing in pastels, sometimes we're mixing in pencil and graphite. So I'm always just really fascinated with the way that watercolor can be reimagined and kind of revisited from project to project by what you add to it, by what you take away from it. Um, it can change so easily just by not using as much water and using more pigment. And so that's, I think, what is so fascinating about watercolor It is the furthest thing from a one trick pony and it has so much so much uh, so much running so much gas behind it so much momentum behind it so to speak in this industry and and we I think we've all seen that because it's not going anywhere mm -hmm. it's been around for a long time and people are still in love with it in fact I was just starting to record a class for Skillshare the other day oh, great and and they are still requesting watercolor demos, watercolor tutorials. And this is, you know, we're years and years into this trend. And that's fascinating to me. I can't think of a trend in weddings besides white and probably a couple others that I'm just blanking on mm. that have lasted this long. 
And it's a very versatile, I think, looking at what you do and then seeing uh, watercolours with really beautiful, detailed uh, – I've seen some ones recently on your Instagram where it was a beautiful – it looked like a vineyard or a, a, an image of a – looked like I was in Italy. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was. Yes. Maybe it was Tuscany or somewhere gorgeous. I'm sure it was Italy because just this morning, Kelly said, um, our, we need to change our tagline, Momental Designs. We paint all the Italy weddings ever. <laughs> Well, they look good. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, ta- okay. that's taken me to a lovely place looking at that image. But it's nice mm. that it's not all just uh, you do beautiful florals, but it's not all just florals and stuff. You do com- quite detailed work. But then also yes. seeing how versatile that design is to then take into all the other aspects of um, details within decoration and the decor and uh, also I'm loving a bit of an ombre dip dress. I mean, you can do so mm, much yes. uh, with with that sort of that sort of work. Um, now, Christy, we're going to go for a break, but after the break, I want to hit you up about your feelings on Pinterest. How we can okay. practically really giving us some tips about how we can just cut the shit out of feeling overwhelmed with all these details and maybe just hone in on how we can just make a decision and get it done. And I also want to talk to you about editorial, creating styled shoots and editorials and sure. just how much that can affect people's decisions, but also the reality of uh, what they're looking at when they're, they're looking at wedding magazines and Instagram and Pinterest when it's not people's weddings it's an editorial design yes good alright that's a lot to discuss I'm going to remember it all and hopefully come back to you with that there'll be more of Bride Chiller <laughs> <laughs> always trouble after this very short break alright Christy let's talk about Pinterest I have my feelings about Pinterest I have uh, done a couple of episodes that have been a bit nego, a bit negative about Pinterest. And then also we've had some great guests on who have given us very practical, useful ways of using Pinterest to our advantage while also not going completely mental using it. Tell me about your feelings from a professional person working in the industry and then also as a Pinterest user. Are we overloaded with Pinterest? Is it over? Should we just put it in the fuck it bucket? Okay, I'm going to take a beat so that I don't just completely rant on Pinterest now. Um, (laughs) Let's go. Here's the thing. I think it's simple. I think our couples, we're spending just too much time on there. We are not limiting. uh, Let's go back to, I have a son, he's two, two and a half, and we're not limiting our screen time like we want our children to limit their screen time we're not and we're just spending entirely too much time on pinterest so it's not all evil but the way that we're using it and our heavy reliance on it day in and day out when we're planning these events uh is is worrisome so my biggest piece of advice is just limit the time you spend on it be very cognizant of how much time you spend on it and get off of there Mm. get off of there go read an art book Go pick up Time Magazine. Go go do something else that's going to inspire your brain and your eyes and your senses and get off of that Pinterest screen. That's all. Good. And do that for bloody lots of other things in your life as well. Get well, outside. Yeah. Get outside. Oh, my God. The amount of times I live in London, Christy, and the thing is people, and I'm sure it's the same in every other freaking city everywhere, <laughs> but people walking around on their phones, not looking yeah. where they're going. I'm just going to push them down now. They've just, it's done. Yeah. It, they've got okay. to get out of my way. It's like put yeah, it in your pocket. Let's make a plan, and we'll start. We'll start 
something in every city. We'll just it's the push down plan. It's like a little penguin and push we'll down. just get them all. Sh- yeah. Move or, yeah. Or move to the side and have your zombie moment there. But you're really frustrating me. <laughs> It's my gripe for this week. No, I think it's a really good point. Also, limiting your time and then also it's so easy to go, I'm going to look at pink flowers. And then six and a half hours later, you're in some sort of pink flowers vortex of hell. Yes, exactly. All the pink flowers look the same. You're like, I don't know what I'm fucking looking at now. It could be anything. Just get me out of this. And you need your partner to come along and shake you and go, it's the morning now. You've got to go to work. Have you decided on flowers? Yeah. And at that point you are, you've gone through a a complete scale of emotions from I've made all the wrong decisions. I've completely screwed up this wedding. Uh, It's going to look like crap. Mm. What do I do now? Mm. And you're, you know, you're, you're poking at your fiance saying everything sucks. I don't know what to do. I'm going to call off of work. Like seriously. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, just, just stay off there. Oh, okay. So I'm glad that you said all that. I agree. I think Pinterest is a wonderful resource. I think when used correctly, there's lots of things, you know, we've said with secret boards and then adding, you know, your coordinator or planner or florist to it. Absolutely. But let let me just say, and I'm sure I can speak on your behalf, that that our lovely vendors do not need 4,000 images in the, (laughs) the page that you share with them. I reckon 10 might be enough. Do you think, how, how many, Christy, would you like? If someone's like, I'm going to share a board with you. Here's the board. What yeah. You don't want to be scrolling for five minutes. No, I would say seven to 10. And each image should be of a different category. So I don't want to see five stationary images and two bouquets. I want to see a, a really varied board of seven to 10 images. Yeah. I want to see the scope of your, you know, of your vision really. And then, okay. So, and then when they share them with you, do you then go back, tell me about the feedback process of how you can help people uh, uh, as a vendor. And we're just talking from your, I mean, this might be different for lots of different vendors, but then coming back to them and saying, let's get rid of a couple of these, or how do you help Mm -hmm. them sort of zone in on what's quote unquote right for what they want? Absolutely. So a question that we ask all the time, I hear it multiple times a day, from my team when they're on the phone with our couples is why do you like this image? Mm. What about it stirs you? So we can within usually within a minute or two of them responding to that question, determine if we need to eliminate that as inspiration or keep it. Great. So uh, couples out there be thinking about the why always think about the why behind the decisions. And that will help you curate that will help, you know, help you curate these decisions as well. If you are really sticking to the why and you know your why, your the overwhelm will not be able to creep in as easily. Nice. Now, I, I mentioned before the break, I, I'm really fascinated with editorial images and these are styled shoots, they would say, in the wedding industry. I see people all the time saying, who wants to help me with a styled shoot? And that's when lots of vendors come together and help each other out, sometimes more successfully than others, uh, and will offer the – oh, I've been reading lots of <laughs> wedding industry bitchy Facebook posts lately. Um yes. Gets crazy. Uh, But vendors come together and say, we want to create a look or a style or a theme, and they all help each other with their services. Talk me through it. Explain to our listeners. I I don't know if I've done a very good job then, but how it all works and how then the images come to be in front of us. 
Yes. So this is a hot topic and it's been going on for years. And traditionally speaking, real couples want to see real weddings for inspiration. And that that is a that is a fact that's still holding true. However, it is nice here and there. And and obviously blogs know it. And, you know, the folks running Instagram feeds know it, that inspirational editorial is still something that people want to look at. But here's what it is. Basically, it's a big old fake wedding. And and for, you know, for uh, industry creatives, it's our way of of creating a scene, creating a wedding, imaginary wedding that really doesn't have any ties to a particular couple. So, you know, it's options are are limitless. We don't have someone telling us do this this way, that way, this color right now, turn it upside down, turn it, you know, there's Mm -hmm. no parameters. We are the masters of the fate of this look. And so for us, I would liken it to, uh, you know, um, a, a painter, let's say a painter that instead of doing commissioned work, they're doing work in their own studio just because they want to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's really what these, you know, these style shoots are all about. Now, there is a whole other sector of editorial that is driven by the needs and the wants of the actual publication. So, for example, I just produced a, a editorial for The Knot for their fall issue. And it was called The Art of Love. And that was something that we worked on with the editors very closely. And they were highly involved. And they definitely, in a lot of ways, were like our client. And we made sure, you know, while our vision was still a a big piece of the whole project, the the magazine's vision also was highly considered. So that's Mm -hmm. more editorial. And that has more of, it's more purpose-driven. But that's still finding its way to you, our couples, and you're still hopefully being inspired by it, but it's it's much more curated. Now, these styled shoots, a lot that are, are on blogs, you see a lot of them on Instagram. A lot of photographers will post images from workshops and styled shoots that have been set up. Those are much more loosey-goosey, and those are much more of a group of people, like-minded people coming together with a common vision that they want to just make art for art's sake, and that's it. And so that's what you're seeing. You're seeing. So I do think it's important as a couple to look at the things that you're the creatives that you're considering for hire. Look at what they're doing, the things that they're doing that they want to do just because they want to do it, that they're not being paid to do. Mm. Look at those projects. And most photographers, most stationers, all planners, they're going to have a section on their website of editorial. Yeah. Most most of them do. Go look at that because that really shows the you know the limit the the limitless nature of their creativity so i I do think editorial and style shoots are necessary and are contributing to this industry but like with anything else we don't want to overuse them or rely on them too heavily yeah and i think if there's a a a transparency in in not making people assume that the photographs they're seeing are from and it doesn't matter if they're from a quote real wedding or not but just to say oh is this realistic could someone set a table like this for a you know a reasonable budget is this something they're just doing on a smaller scale just to understand the context i suppose is what um i'm always sort of really for i've shared a bunch of styled shoots on the bride chiller blog and i love sharing them because i think it so shows as you said a way for people to express themselves to really let loose a little bit and and also inspire people to try different things and and look at different colors and explore textures and all that sort of stuff but absolutely i do think it's important that people 
you know, as as we look at all the freaking Photoshop shit about women and how we're <laughs> supposed to look when we don't look like that because it's ridiculous. Yes. There's got to be an element of going, okay, let's wake up to reality and really uh, be stoked with what we, we're going to create ourselves and not be completely fixated on something that's yeah. been manufactured. Oh, could we not say that a lot more? in our society. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And I'll say this too. I think it's important to know, you know, our, our landscape has changed a lot in this industry when it comes to publications and, you know, obviously I'm in it every day, but mm. a lot of magazines have closed. A lot of magazines have tr- transitioned to digital primarily. Yep. So the, the, the magazines that are out there that are still going strong, those magazines, you can trust them. You can trust them implicitly. They're not going to show you something that's ridiculous and cannot be accomplished in, in the real world. And I, I can speak from experience again with the knot, for example. You know, we definitely took into consideration we were putting together a tablescape and decor, decor ideas for a reception table. We made sure that these things were executable to, to most folks that were, were viewing it, mm. you know, so we're not, these magazines are being incredibly responsible with the content that they're putting out there. So you can trust them. I'm happy that you said that. I'm really happy. And I'm, I think, as you said, that the idea that things do, uh, when stuff is shit, things don't work and they will uh, fade away into the distance. So mm-hmm. you are so right. Um, Christy, what a lovely time I've spent chatting with you. And thank you, uh, thank you for your optimism and insight. And I hope that everyone listening today can take a little step back and, and heed your advice in the idea that trusting your gut is important to focus on the point of why you're there on the day, hooking up with your fellow yes. weirdo, loving that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Amen. Also, yes. And thinking a little bit when you're talking about details, trusting your style and thinking about textures and lots of sexy design things and not necessarily just going to the standard uh, places to look for wedding stuff. Jump out, yes. of, jump out of the comfort zone a little bit or into your own comfort zone and go with that. I know it's much more interesting for your sort of work to have people come and say, I want Palm Springs chic with big hats. Absolutely. You know, I just got an email today from a planner that we're working with. And she said, you won't believe my bride doesn't even want to know what the decor is going to look like the day of. She Woo! wants to be amazed. Oh. She wants to be amazed. And I was like, get out of town. That's the best news I've heard all month. That's oh my amazing. God. I want to meet this. That's she's amazing. A, she's a bride chiller. If there ever was one. Yeah. <laughs> Momento just, uh, oh, I've done it again. Let's do it again. Okay. Momental designs. Momental designs. I'm going to sing it. I always, if I can, <laughs> that was always when I was doing voiceovers. If I couldn't get a word, I'd sing it and it would relax my brain and voice and I'd oh. say it correctly. Momental designs. See, look at that. It came off the day. There tongue. you go. I made myself Beautiful. nervous. There's a few times I've had people on and if they've had tricky and I say, they don't think their names are tricky, but I found them tricky and I panic myself when I fuck it up. <laughs> Um, it's so nice to speak with you. Now, if people would like to get in touch and work with you, how do we do such things? Yes. Okay. So you can go to MomentalDesigns.com and I say it this way. It's the word moment with an A-L on the end. MomentalDesigns.com. Can I, can I just say, you have a fantastic business name and I don't want anyone to think, oh, Alicia's <laughs> fucked it up twice in the one thing. I've had a long week and I've had about six coffees today. Is that an excuse? I feel (laughs) you. Let's make it easier. You can also just Google Christy Rice. It's K-R-I-S-T-Y, rice like the food. That's simple enough. 
And let me yes. also just remind people, if you, you do have a beautiful back catalogue of books on Amazon. Yes. And that's I, that's where I went and I was like, these are great gifts uh, for friends. Now, just before we go, I, I always do this, I double back. If you were into creating, uh, I think this is a really good way for people to chill out a little bit. I'm always saying, how do you ditch wed stress? What are things you would mm. like to do? I actually think your books are a perfect example of finding a way to relax, learn a bit of the art of watercolor, because you you do watercoloring books. It's, it's... Yes, yes. So I have currently have eight books on the market, and they are available wherever books are sold, but usually the most affordable on Amazon. Mm. And uh, seven of those books are what we called and still are the world's first watercoloring books. So back when everybody was going crazy over adult coloring books, I got this amazing idea now to create watercoloring books. So uh, my books are a little different in that they really give you a lot of tips and tricks if you're a beginner and you just want to do this for fun. So they're filled with a lot of really cool content. And then there are illustrations that are my own printed on watercolor paper and you can just grab a cheap set of watercolors and have your way it's such a lovely idea and i think such a great idea for hens days or bachelorette's days or just sitting and turning off pinterest and chilling the fuck out getting your watercolors out and just creating and letting it flow i think it's amazing and i think everyone should buy them gift them to their friends well, I'm going to continue that shameless plug. With, do it, do you know, it, do it. <laughs> uh, I also have my most recent book, The Painter's Wedding. Yes. So if you want to learn more about what I've been talking about incessantly here uh, during our time, uh, <laughs> check out The Painter's Wedding because it's all about figuring out how to how to get these ideas and lock them into your brain and not second guess yourself and how to think like a painter. So a lot of what we've been talking today is how to curate your creative process. And that's, you know, curate a curative, a creative process when you really aren't used to being creative. Let's face it. Most of our couples are not used to being creative. So the painter's wedding is designed to really help you out in that process. Buy it, people. A momental design. See, I got it so well. That was beautiful. Thank that was you. perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, Christy, thank you. Also, follow Christy on Instagram. It's sexy, sexy stuff. Uh, and uh, eye candy for all. Thank you so much again, Christy. And as I always like <laughs> thank to say, you. happy days. <laughs> the Bride Chilla Podcast, empowering you to kick wedding planning ass every day. Here are some things you will not read in the Bride Chiller Survival Guide. I'm not touting that you must follow all traditions blindly. I'm not telling you how to plan a perfect day because that doesn't exist. I'm also not promising that wedding planning will be easy all the time or that you will enjoy it all the time because that would be a lie. The Bride Chiller Survival Guide is bullshit free. It tells it like it is. It's straightforward. Can I use any more descriptions of the same thing over and over again? It's the book that I wanted to read when we were getting hitched, and I'm so proud to be sharing it with you. To purchase your very own copy, visit bridechillerstore.com. And if you know someone that's getting hitched, it's a fantastic engagement gift. Might I just add, upselling. Basically, the Bride Chiller Home Shopping Network. Bridechillerstore.com. Happy days.